0: Hello, Welcome to SJO daily. I'm Andrea Stevens. I'm glad to be with you on this beautiful Monday Thursday. I'm excited to worship together tonight as a church family at 6:30, when we'll celebrate when Jesus gave us the gift of the Eucharist at the Last Supper and we'll remember His command and the example that He set for us as the benchmark of the sacramental way of life He intends for us as his followers. Only hours before Jesus performed the greatest act of love the world has ever known, he loved his disciples by washing their feet. Mondi comes from the Latin word mandatum, which means mandate or command. Jesus says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. And by this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. This command for sacrificial love that we'll commemorate tonight has its roots in the commands that we're going to reflect upon this morning. So let's read together Luke 10, 25 to 33. And behold, a lawyer stood up to him, Jesus, to put him to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit life, inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And, and Jesus said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But he, desiring, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. This is the word of the Lord. Well, As this religious scholar tries to find a loophole in exactly who was and wasn't his neighbor, Jesus responds with this familiar story of the Good Samaritan. When a Jewish traveler is ambushed, and left for dead, leaders in his own religious community wouldn't even cross the street to help him. It's a low-life foreigner with whom Jews would not even associate that's the only passerby to show mercy and act as his neighbor. When Jesus calls us to love our neighbors, he doesn't only mean those in our circles, those who look like us and live like us. They could be across the street, but they might be from the other side of the tracks or even across the globe. And since Jesus calls us to love our enemies, our neighbor might be someone for whom we have great animosity or who might have even caused us harm. Well, let's take a pause here for a second and look at the rest of the chapter. For the sake of time, I'm not going to read it, but I hope you'll go back to it later. Here we find the also familiar story of Jesus visiting the home of sisters Mary and Martha. While Martha is caught up in the duties of hospitality, her sister Mary sits at the feet of her Lord. Well, Martha complains to Jesus and he points out that she's anxious and troubled about many things. And he affirms that Mary has chosen what is most important, most necessary, what he calls the good part, the good portion. These accounts, the story of the Good Samaritan and Mary choosing this good portion occur in two unrelated instances, but they are both fundamentally linked to our greatest commandments, loving the Lord with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, and strength, and loving our neighbors as ourselves. Now, the only hope for fulfilling these commandments is the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit. Living into this reality of this all-encompassing love of God and neighbor really has to be our life's most burning passion and consummate endeavor So as we wrap up today, I want to do that by asking some questions and that we might consider how we can do this today. And I hope that as we go through our day, we can continue to reflect upon our answers. As Jesus commends Mary for choosing the good portion, how can we choose Jesus today for ourselves? When we are anxious and troubled about many things, how might we prioritize being with him just sitting at his feet in quiet devotion, listening and soaking in his presence? How can we love the Lord our God with every fiber of our being? And to truly love him, don't we need to know him? To find him in his word, to quiet the world around us, to be attentive to his presence and his voice? How can we love our neighbors as ourselves It makes me wonder do I actually even know my neighbors? Do I know more than just their names? Do I know their stories? And if we truly love our neighbors, will not our hearts burn to introduce them to Jesus and to not let them live one more minute of their lives apart from him? And how might we take on Jesus's posture of service and humility and wash their feet? How can we love as he has loved? May we spend all our days living into this reality. Let's pray. Lord, when we truly step into the brightness of your love and your goodness and your glory, how can we help but orient our very lives around its brilliance? Please, Lord, fan into flame our love for you and our love for our neighbor, who is really deep down just like us. By your power and your strength, May it be so. Amen.